What's going down, people? Welcome to another episode of Echo Chamber. So, let us get to the UK box office top 10 for the weekend of the 22nd to the 24th of March. At number 10, we have Five Feet Apart. At number 9, Instant Family. At number 8, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. At number 7, The White Crow. At number 6, The Lego Movie 2. At number 5 and still in the top 10, Fighting With My Family. At number 4, What Men Want. At number 3, Fisherman's Friends. At number 2, Us. And still... At number one for a third week, Captain Marvel. So, um, yeah, this week we have got a review of Us. And we've also got a review of Elizabeth Harvest. So, let us, um, let's get into all of this, right? Actually, before we get to the reviews, um, a little bit of news. So, uh, Seven DM Studios, in association with Ocean Storm Films and Williams Bulldog Management, are excited to announce that their riotous new zombie comedy, Shed of the Dead, will be having its world premiere at this year's Sci-Fi London Film Festival on the 18th of May at the Stratford Picture House. Um, And then it will be available on digital download on the 20th of May. Uh, So, witness the hilarious and grisly journey of Trevor, a 30-something man-child, and war gaming enthusiast and his best friend Graham as they attempt to survive the zombie apocalypse. The film features a host of British talent including Spencer Brown, Lauren Suka, Emily Booth and Ewan McIntosh. In addition, British actor Brian Blessed will be lending his unmistakable booming vocals as the film's narrator. The film also features US horror icons Kane Hodder, Bill Mosley and Michael Berryman. Shed of the Dead producer Nicholas David Lean has said, We're all delighted to finally be able to showcase Shed of the Dead at SFL to fans of independent British comedy horror. We hope you all have as much fun watching it as we did making it. Um, And special guests that will be there at Sci-Fi London are Spencer Brown, Emily Booth and Lauren Sucker. Oh, and Evan McIntosh. Uh, so they'll be doing a QA and uh, a for the film on the 18th. Okay, so um, I'll 
I will put the booking information in the uh, details of this episode. Okay, so the first film this week is called Elizabeth Harvest. It's a sci-fi thriller uh, directed and written by Sebastian Guterres. Um, I think he's most notably known for... uh, um, He wrote Snakes on a Plane. Um, He also wrote Gattaca. The old... It had Robert Downey Jr., Halle Berry in it from uh, 2003. He also wrote The Big Bounce. Um, Yeah, I think they're his biggest, um, I guess his biggest films. And now uh, Elizabeth Harvest. Um, So this film, it stars Abby Lee. Uh, Syrian Hines, Carla Gorgini, um, Matthew Beard, and Dylan Baker. The storyline is newlywed Elizabeth, who's played by Lee, arrives with her brilliant scientist husband, Henry Sinian, to his magnificent estate where he wows her with lavish dinners and a dazzling tour of the property. The house staff, Claire, uh, who's Carla, and Oliver, Matthew, treat her deferentially, but she can't shake the feeling something is off. Henry explains that everything in his world now belongs to her. All is for her to play in. All except for a locked off room he forbids her from entering. When he goes away for business, Elizabeth decides to investigate. I mean, of course. You tell someone, just don't go in there. That's the one place they will want to go in. Um. So, this is... It's a very weird interesting compelling film um like the it, it starts off and everything's a bit weird everything just not just like in the story but just in the way everything is played it's it's kind of played in this kind of disjointed aloof way you know, like, um, we have Elizabeth, and she's all, she's very kind of a bit flighty, but over the top in a way. Um, so, straight away, you have this sense of unease. You have this kind of something's amiss, something is not right here, you know. Because it it all just seems a bit weird. And so Henry's like showing her around and introducing her. But it's it's this kind of creepy... It has a kind of creepy air to it all. Like, um... 
I don't know, like a parent talking to a, a little child, you know, like, yeah, someone being very kind of overtly, this is this, and this is that, and blah, it's all very weird, so you, you're like, something's off, what is off, I can't quite put my finger on it, but yeah, something is definitely amiss here, so when you're like, yeah, there, there's this room, and you can't go, so you know at some point she's going in the room, so at first you're thinking, all right, so what could be in this room, what can be in the room, and you know, it's like, oh, is it a sex dungeon, you know, you know, there's slaves in there, are there, like, what could be in this room, and when you finally, I think when you, when it finally gets to the point where you do find out, I think you're kind of like, oh yeah, no, obviously that's what it is, you kind of, for some reason you, you know what you're gonna find, so then it's just, okay, so how is this now unfolding, but also I think there is that kind of sense of, okay, so what form is this, like, appearing in, that, that's the one thing, organic, robotic, like, you're, you're just like, what is this, um, and so, like, all of this is transpiring, and you're just like, okay, this is weird, but, the, these new layers are unfolding, and you're just like, oh, what, this is crazy, I just didn't, that is, and you are just, I think, on paper, like, the, the initial kind of confines of everything, you're just a bit like, okay, no, this is, this is a bit odd, this is kind of creepy, this is weird, but as you're seeing these new kind of layers of oddness and everything, you're just like, whoa, the, the, you're, because it becomes even more complex than you thought, and so the story becomes even more compelling, and you're just sucked in, and it's just like, you're just hooked, you are really just hooked on this, on this tale, because it, it becomes with all these new dimensions, like at first you see it and it's, it just seems a bit one-dimensional to you, and then it gains, you know, it becomes two-dimensional, then three, and then it's just like, what the fuck is this fourth dimension, what is happening here, and it's so fascinating, because, you know, we're playing with so many different kind of concepts here, it's like, what is love, you know what I mean, I think that's the one thing, it's just like, what is love, and can it be shared with the same person, but over multiple iterations, then there's, I, I, I think it's like, 
what happens when you want something for so long and finally get it? Like, you know what I mean? How do you deal with the disappointment? Or or what happens when it's taken so long, you know? The, the dissatisfaction of finally achieving the goal that you've spent your entire life striving for. So we have all these kind of weird kind of concepts. And, you know... Like you, you try and do something, but can you be content? And then it's just like you've set out to create this one thing, but now you've found that actually you, the contentment isn't in one, you know, the thing you perceive, but it's now in something else. And what does that look like? So we have all these kind of weird, I guess, conceits. And it it just, you know, builds and builds and builds. So you have this, this elaborate story that's just fascinating. And it really doesn't play out how you think it is, you know, I think initially you think, okay, this is this story, I've seen this story, and the way, the way it finishes, you're just like, oh, god damn it, I, I wasn't expecting that, yeah, didn't realize that, that's just crazy, so, yeah, I, I think this is well worth a watch, if you liked Ex Machina, I think you're going to love this. I I really do. You know, don't get me wrong, it's not the same as Ex Machina, but it's just as compelling. So, yeah, people, check it out. Elizabeth Harvest uh, from Seb- Sebastian Guterres, uh, starring Abby Lee, Syrian Hines, Carla Gugini, Matthew Beard, and Dylan Baker. Uh, available um, where, you know, all digital p- downloads are available. Apple, Google, you know, the usual suspects, people. So, um, yeah, definitely check it out. It will be seven ninety nine standard, nine ninety nine. HD, um, oh, it's rated 15, it's only 108 minutes, so, yeah, it, it's a perfect time, you, you're not going to be bored, and it was available from the 1st of April, so Monday, go to Amazon, iTunes, Google, Microsoft, Sony, Netflix, and check this out, Elizabeth Harvest. So I am just back from um, seeing the new Jordan Peele film, Us. I think that um, <laughs> I, I think that you know everything has now settled down. 
I'm I'm a little bit calmer. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is there was kind of looking over the shoulder as I was on my way walking down. You know what I mean? Some dark alleys and shit. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm inside now. All the lights are on, which is which is a good thing. Uh, so Peel directed and wrote us. Um, it's starring uh, Black Panther alumni, Lapita Noyon and Winston Duke. It's also got Elizabeth Moss, Tim Heidecker, Shad. Shahadi Wright Joseph, Evan Alex, um, yeah, like Madison Curry, Callie Sheldon, Noel Sheldon, uh, and the um, the basic gist is this: in order to get away from their busy lives, the Wilson family takes a vacation to Santa Cruz, California. With the plan of spending time with their friends, the Tyler family. On a day at the beach, their young son, Jason, almost wanders off. Causing his mother, Adelaide, to become protective of her family. That night, four mysterious people break into Adelaide's childhood home. Where they're staying. The family is shocked to find out. That the intruders look like and talk like them. Only with grotesque appearances. Yep, maybe not exactly talk like them. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, um... I don't know, man. This is crazy. I'm, you know, I think Peel... Like jumped onto the scene with Get Out a couple of years back. The everybody loved, you know, there was high praise with Get Out. It won many an award. Like I thought Get Out was fine. I I liked it. I just didn't think it was as incredible and groundbreaking as everyone was saying i think this is partly because of you know hearing everything about it you know so you go in so you can you know i mean it's it's hard not to go in with certain expectations um which is the problem which is one of the reason i went to see us tonight because to be honest, I'd kind of steered clear of all talk. You know, I mean, I don't watch trailers, so all I'd seen is kind of the poster. Because I've walked past the poster, or it's been on walls a distance away, so I've not seen it in great detail, which was good because I went in. Not really knowing what to expect. But, hey, listen. I'm going to say this. This is the film I wish Get Out was. This was... 
Woo! This was crazy. This was so crazy. Like, I did not want to be the stereotypical black guy shouting at the screen, losing my shit in the cinema, you know what I mean, talking out loud, no, they did not, you know what I mean, be like, oh, no, but fuck it, man, I've, I lost my shit, I jumped out of my seat so many times, so many, I, I, you read it, there's so many points where I thought my heart was going to explode. My, my, I went with my boy Mo, and he was just in hysterics, just looking at me, thinking, what the fuck? And look, I have to say, I had never reacted like this in a cinema before. Never. Like, on the odd occasion, I may have slightly jumped. I, I've never I've never seen anything where I had been as much of a mess as I was watching this goddamn film. It was it was crazy. It was like crazy, like from the giddy up, I lost my shit. <laughs> that does you know what I mean? can't lie, I cannot lie people, this had me, and it was insane, yeah, it was crazy, it's like, you know what I mean, the way the film started was just, it was great, it was really great, because I think you get this air of something, you know, this sense of foreboding, and it's just like, oh shit, alright, is it gonna happen here, is it gonna happen here, what's gonna happen, what's going down, Where you know what I mean, oh, like, the parents are gonna come, oh, yeah, obviously, that's what will happen, that will make you jump, and you'll be, because you're suspecting something, it's not gonna be so obvious, it's not gonna be, and so, like, this happens, you know, and, um, yeah, so when this thing happens at the very beginning of the film, because you're just like, okay, okay, oh, it's just, no, it's not, no, it's not, what's happening, what's happening, ah! and it's just like, oh, man, it's crazy, it's freaking crazy. So there, because like the film starts in Santa Cruz, um, nineteen eighty-six. So that's where um, you know, where we are. Yeah, walking along the um, would you call it the Broadwalk? I get, I think you would call it the Broadwalk. Like, yeah, I guess so. I think that's what a Broadwalk is. I don't know. <laughs> I have no. To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, that's where you know. That's where where we are at the beginning. So then we jump to the present day. So you know when it like it doesn't give an actual date, but I'm imagining when they say present day, they're saying you know 2018, 
2019, maybe, but, you know. Or it's just like, by not giving a year, it's like, basically, whatever year you're watching, you know, maybe it's that. So it doesn't kind of date itself. But, um, yeah, so we, so we jump forward, and then we're given these kind of flashback moments a bit later to kind of some of the things that happened next you know but we, we, but everything's still a bit murky and so now we've got a family going on vacation you know so so well they're they're at home before they go and then they go on vacation um and at first you're like Oh, is it still the same family? Has she now got a brother? Oh no, I get it. Right, she is the mother. And so then, you know what I mean? They they, they go on vacation and they meet their friends. And, and yeah, as as it said in the um, you know synopsis, like there's an incident with her son goes. M- Kind of like she thinks he goes missing, and then that kind of freaks her out. But even before getting to that point, there's these kind of coincidence coincidences that are occurring that kind of are making her think of the past events. So we're getting some flashbacks here, you know, and um, yeah, the the sun kind of going missing. Then that kind of like it's like right we've got to go so they go home and then that night is when the people appear in the um in the drive and um that was fucking freaky that was really freaky because it's like you kind of thought it's 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 the you know, and, um, oh, but you weren't sure who was with the person, you know, what I mean? that, so that was just like, oh, no, you know, what I mean, it was just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, and so all these events start to happen, and you're just, free, you're freaking out, but the thing that is so good is I think it's like the expressions of these kind of I don't know what are you like replicants, duplicates, shadows. You know, it's the expressions on their faces. So you have all the main actors and actresses playing their normal role. And then they take on this new persona, which is twisted, which is, you know what I mean? Like, comp- off from what we have seen them as. And they do it so masterfully. That's the thing that gets you so much. The masterful nature of these performances. And I'm saying everyone you know if like it's not just Lapida it's not just Winston 
I'm, I'm like, it's the kids, man. They were phenomenal. You know, Shahadi, Evan, Callie, Noel. They are, oh, yo, they did magnificently with these new roles. It it was just whoa, whoa, yeah. It, it it just freaks you out, man. It completely freaks you out, and it adds. See, the thing is, it just added to like this just kind of aura this just morass that kind of creeps in on you and just gets under your skin like you just feel so uncomfortable and you're on the edge of your seat watching everything kind of happen and you're just like oh what's happening oh man don't just don't oh please people don't like please come on now just oh god just i can't see this i can't watch this what's happening what's happening and it's just yeah everything is so good and i have to say like the angles that are used it's the lighting it's the way that that you know the music interplays with certain scenes like i got five on it you know what i mean Especially at the end The way They take it and they play with it That was just Man Yeah 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 And yeah as I said it's the lighting You know when Lapida Is kind of going up the stairs When she's coming down the stairs Later on And kind of going through a basement Oh man, it it was just woo in the classroom. Oh god damn it, god damn it! You know, oh it was just it was crazy. It was crazy. So all of that, it's just it makes this film just incredible, just in. Incredible. The pacing was just just seemed to be spot on. You know, like you can't. I wouldn't say that this film. You know, look. I'm sure there are flaws, because it's you know it's hard to make something truly perfect. But there are, um, you know, there are these moments that just work you know I mean they just work so well and like the so the film's 116 minutes you know I mean so nearly two hours doesn't feel like that you you're captivated Cat, like all the way you're just captivated and you're just like, oh, and like, when it ends, you're just like, oh, man, like, you don't want it to end, but you really want it to end, because it's freaking you the fuck out, you know what I mean, so, yeah, oh, man, I just, I just, I really liked it, but I'm not gonna watch it again, because it freaked me out so 
much. I don't know my heart can take it. I don't know my heart can take it. It was just, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And see, I, I think a lot of it as well is it, like the interplay before the creepy. So the creepy is great. But then you've got the moments before that, like the family moments, which just work, you know, and that builds because that's see, this is what makes the rest of it because we can't have the tension without like the relationships. You know what I mean? Because it's just like having someone concerned about the kids, about the husband, about you know, all of this other stuff. It's like if we don't know the love, if we don't know the interplay, the relationships, the you know, the connectivity, how are we gonna believe the concern? So that's the that's the thing. So, like, yeah, it, it's just all of these kind of moments. It, it, it's just funny. Like in the car, and it's just like, what's five on it? It's drugs. No, 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 it's not drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. You know what I mean? It's like um, you got Winston trying to do the dap, and they're just like, ugh. Just the disdain for it all. You know, it, it, it's just funny like all of these moments are funny like he there's a bit and he's on the bed and he's just like hey <laughs> and you're just like oh no <laughs> i don't need to see this what's going on here you know and then you got the tyler family and them it's just like i i often think of killing him and it's like oh nothing's changed then <laughs> and it's all of that it's those moments that then help build the rest of it. You know, just make everything else that comes after that pop so well. And I have to say, the end... Yeah. Yeah. You need to watch the end. Because... I don't know if you are going to be expecting it. You, I, I don't... Like, the crazy thing is, you walk out, you walk out of the cinema and you have all these people going, oh, you know what? I saw that happen and I just thought to myself. And it's just like, you lie, motherfuckers. Because it, it, like, it really wasn't signposted like that. There was a moment at the very beginning where you do wonder... But then, when you do the jump forward, you're like, oh, it can't be then. You know? So, like, there, there's these moments. But as then the film goes on, the only... There's a moment where you wonder again. But then other stuff happens and you're like, oh, I don't think that is so then. But then the end just fucks you, man. The end just messes with you. Something crazy. So, yeah. Like, just pay attention when you're watching this film. 
Whispers, he Peel masterfully just tells his story. It's, you know, ah, oh, his stock is rising so hard, so damn hard. As I said, look, Get Out went crazy. People love Get Out. But if they do not, you know what I mean, give the same and more to us, I'm going to be surprised. Now, trust me, I've made very, very bold predictions that did not come true. You know what I mean? I thought everyone was going to love Beautiful Boy. I've I thought everyone was going to um you know love destroyer like that didn't, didn't seem to happen you know I thought they were going to love um a private war like these things didn't happen which so yeah it surprised me but I'm saying it now I am saying it now us is gonna do big things. There's no way about it. There's no way it cannot. This film is something else. This film is something else. So people, just go see it. If you loved Get Out, and I know, yo, I know all my people did. I know a lot of you people did for sure. Hey. This is going to really blow your mind. You thought that was going to blow your mind? This, people, this is going to truly blow your motherfucking mind. So go to the cinema and watch it. You will not be disappointed. Trust me. You heard it here first. Boom. I have to say, you know, I, I, <laughs> as you could tell from the review, I really enjoyed us, um, and it's kind of crazy, like the all the stuff you you hear about it now, is it's just like I'm hearing people kind of argue about what the film's about, and you know, I, it kind of baffles me. Like I, I, I was listening to the Commodore Mayo film show uh, and like I think Mayo was saying that he went to see the film with one of his kids and they came out and having this big discussion because they're saying oh the film's obviously about race and, and their kind of idea was because there's this there's a scene with handcuffs that that means oh because you know the slavery and handgun is about race, but I'm just a bit like look, just because the the you know the main family is black, just because there's handcuffs, it doesn't mean that the film is about race. It's just got black characters in it. You know what I mean? It, it's just like, if if you have a film and the white characters are drinking tea, is this film about, you know, 
is the undercurrent colonialism and uh, the you know the rule of India. No, you don't jump to those conclusions. So it just baffles me why everyone's jumping to this conclusion that this film is just predominantly about race. It's just got a black cast. And not predominantly black cast, there's white characters in it as well. But look, if a film or a TV show can't have an ethnic, you know, character base without people going, oh, there's there's definitely racial connotations in this, then what the fuck is going on? You know, we haven't progressed. If that's the first thing we're jumping to, it's a bit ridiculous. You know, I gotta say that it's it's a bit ridiculous. It makes it, yeah, it just baffles me. I, I just like, you know, th- that was one of the things I loved about Black Panther. Like, it had a huge black cast, but I wouldn't say it's an ethnic film. It's a, just a film that anyone could love. It's a film that anyone can take hope. And inspiration and guidance from And that's the quality of a good film You know, the cast are there to kind of push a story forward You know, to bring these characters to life Now the colour of their skin doesn't necessarily Tell a new story you know, if the director is saying the story is this, don't then go, oh, well, no, 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 no. Obviously, it, 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 there's something more because there's black characters in it. So it obviously has to mean this. Oh, and there was a boat and chains. So that obviously signifies slavery. No, it's just a boat and fucking chains, people. Ugh. I don't know. It's, it's just. <sighs> I just think you need to stop all this bullshit. Just enjoy things for what they are. Stop trying to force this weird agenda on stuff. It's just weird to me. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. Enjoy it though because it is a marvellous film. A marvellous film. But remember, just... Avoid the trailer. Avoid the trailer because ah, the trailer it just spoils too much. I feel the trailer spoils stuff. You know, I I I think there's certain imagery that you see in a trailer that you shouldn't know about. I think when you see it happen in the film. That's the only time you should know. Because then you're like. (gasps) But if you've seen it previous. It's going to have you thinking in a certain way. And that's going to spoil. Like some of the big surprises. And twists and turns. But yeah. Go watch. Because it is fantastic. Also. Capital Films is delighted. That their latest film, Beyond Exi- 
beyond existence is now in the production phase of development one year on from principal photography they're picture locked and they're confident there is no other British sci-fi feature film like it in terms of narrative or cinematography the final mission for the team is now to secure final funding to complete visual effects on the film beyond existence is a film made by industry professionals from the uk's best tv shows commercials and branded content campaigns by night they're filmmakers who just shot a sci-fi female-led feature film that passes the bechamel test and has a script that observes blake snyder's save the cat and Sid Field's screenplay narrative structures. To achieve this, the Beyond Existence team withdrew the little savings they had borrowed. They had borrowed parents' cars and stayed on campsites. Thanks to their daytime backgrounds, they managed to pull in a lot of favours to bring the best in the UK industry to sites in Kent and Suffolk. So that the on-screen values are worthy of a Hollywood budget. To complete this film, the Beyond Existence team need one final favour from the public. In order for Beyond Existence to make it to festival submission deadlines, the team need to pick up the pace and hire the people who can get them there. Why should they compromise on quality when they've come so far? As can be seen in the work in progress trailer, they still need to raise money to finance the finish and finish the VFX. They'll also add original music, complete colour grade and a full sound mix. They created the trailer and a brief clip of the film which was all captured in one shot to give you a sense of the final film. By investing in Beyond Existence, you're investing in a feature film that may have been made on zero budget but has production values of well worth 500000 Thanks to the team's commercial background, they know how to make things look great and sell them. Their passion for narrative means that they've created a commercially driven picture that doesn't compromise an artistic integrity. The film's cast includes British acting talent Amelia Clay, Gary McKay and Pauline Turner and French star Vincent Vermignon. It is directed by Schumann Hook. Um... So yeah, I'll put the um, information of this in the description of the episode as well. So, um, hey, thank you for listening to another episode. Um, Enjoy cinema this weekend and we will see you next week.